The following is a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society. Howdy and welcome to another episode of Grace in Focus from the Grace Evangelical Society. We love it when you join us, and today we're going to hear from Bob Wilkin and Ken Yates. We're in a Q&A format, and our question and our discussion will center on the idea that if we are saved by grace and we are kept by grace, then does our behavior not matter? And what does the Bible mean when it says that we can inherit the kingdom of God? Now that's coming right up, and before it does, I want to remind you about our website, faithalone.org. It is a great place to go for resources, dealing with free grace ideas, free grace theology, lots of resources, thousands of articles, blogs, videos. You can hear back episodes of this podcast, and there's a place on there if you want to donate to our ministry, the Grace Evangelical Society. And one of the most important things on there right now is our national conference, which is coming up in May, the 2023 National Conference, May the 22nd through the 25th. And we really want you to come and join us. If you're a first-timer, we waive the registration fee, and it's going to be at a beautiful Christian camp, Camp Copus in Denton, Texas. It's right close to our headquarters. It's a wonderful place. They have a couple of hotels right there on site, and I believe a few places for RVs are close by as well. Find out about all the registration details at our website, faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. Now, for that discussion I promised you, here are Ken and Bob. Well, welcome to all of you. And Ken, I believe you have a question for us. Yeah, I have a question from Dave about Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21. And he asks, how can our behavior not matter with regards to our salvation? And he there means eternal salvation. And he would like for us to expound on his words, on Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21. I'll go ahead and read those. Okay. Now, the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. Of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. It's very clear from Dave's question here that he's taking inherit the kingdom of God here as equivalent to eternal salvation. Paul says in these verses that those who do these things, who in the New King James Version practice such things, will not inherit the kingdom of God. And so he's taken this to mean that if you practice these things, you will not go to heaven. You will not be in the kingdom. And so there are a couple things. First of all, I have an article on this called Christians Who Lose Their Legacy, and it's at faithalone.org, and you can look it up. It's like a journal article that's about 20 pages long, goes into much more depth than we'll be able to go to here. So take a look at it. But secondly, the word practice is misleading. You know, people practice the piano, right? (laughs) They practice driving in golf. They practice their putting, topspin in tennis. That's not what this means. It's not like someone's going out and they're going to go, you know what? I want to practice outbursts of wrath. I want (laughs) to see, can I get better at getting angry? I want to get better of being envious. And so I'm going to practice this. No, that's not what it's talking about. It's doing such things. 
And it's puzzled a lot of people. This is called a vice list. And Paul has several vice lists in the New Testament. First Corinthians 6. Yep. Yeah, right. uh, Ephesians 5, 5 right. to 7. And there's a few others. And in these lists, he mentions a lot of things that people call mortal sins, right? Like he talks about idolatry, sorcery, fornication, adultery, lewdness. People look at those things and they go, look, those are mortal sins. Those are the biggies. But notice they tend to leave off envy because who hasn't dealt with envy? And they also leave off jealousy because who hasn't dealt with jealousy? And they typically leave off contentions because who hasn't had contentions? There's a number of things which people wouldn't call sins that lead to quick death, which would be a mortal sin, right? And and one they really leave off is the last couple words, and the like. Uh, Paul could have added many more things. He's not trying to be exhaustive here on the list. Right. And so that would be slandering, gossip, right? the works of the flesh. I would even argue it's sinful if you think somehow that you're going to get into the kingdom if you persevere in good works. That's a sinful attitude. It's certainly an arrogant one. It seems to me what's going on in this vice list, he's saying that those who do such things... And he's talking about, is that something which we are unrepentantly walking in? Are we walking in the light of God's word, 1 John 1, 7, or are we walking in the darkness? Paul's picturing here somebody who's walking in the darkness. And so his experience is not walking in the light of God's word. If that's the person, then they're not going to inherit the kingdom. And So, Ken, what does inheriting the kingdom mean? If it doesn't mean getting into the kingdom, what other options are there? Well, it would be a reward. It would be the birthright of the believer. Every believer can reign with Christ. Every believer can be great in the kingdom. And so what Paul is saying is those who have this lifestyle, talk about believers. Yeah. Those believers who live according to the flesh and produce these works, as you said, like an unrepentant lifestyle. You're not going to get an inheritance in the kingdom. You're not going to rule over the, to go to the parables, the 10 cities or the five cities. You're going to lose that. Dave's issue here is he thinks that inheriting the kingdom is the same thing as entering the kingdom. And that's not the case. Just as I can enter into a house, but I don't own that house. When people look at these verses, it's just amazing how they pick out the big ones. You know, I just recently came back from with GES teaching in Kenya. And this attitude really came out across, you know, they said, well, there are certain sins that if you commit those, you're going to go to hell. We were talking about, these are pastors. And uh, they said, well, if you commit suicide, you'll, you'll go to hell. If you commit adultery, you'll go to hell. And I said, well, what if you commit adultery with your mind? And they go, oh, no, 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 that, <laughs> <laughs> that one won't send you to hell. So it's just interesting. And so Paul here is talking in Galatians, obviously, to the believers at Galatians. And what he's saying is you can either live by the Spirit and produce the fruit of the Spirit, or you can live by the flesh and produce the fruit of the flesh. Okay, and the fruit of the Spirit is in what verses in Galatians 5? Let's see, verse 22 and verse 23. Right, right after, after 19 to 21. Okay, now here's the other question. This many people get wrong. They think walking in the flesh in Galatians, is someone who is in open rebellion against God, and walking in the Spirit 
is someone who is dedicated to serve God and dedicated to please him. That's not at all what Paul is talking about. What is walking in the flesh in Galatians? Walking in the flesh in Galatians is attempting to please God by keeping the law. Yeah. Uh, That's the problem going on in Galatians. Not that these people were prostitutes and drug addicts and, and drunkards and things like that. But if I try to please God in my own power, in my flesh, by keeping the law. Well, in fact, in 5.4, which is before all this, he said, you have become estranged from Christ. You who attempt to be justified by law, you have fallen from grace. The Judaizers were trying to say that the way to live the Christian life is by faith in Jesus and by following the law. Absolutely. And if you don't follow the law, you are not going to be justified. You will not get into the kingdom unless you both believe and work. And you're going to fail if you try to live the Christian life that way. Right. Just for example, if I'm a very legalistic person living according to the law, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to be judgmental towards you. That's verse 15. Right. Beware if you bite and devour one another, because isn't that what happens in legalistic churches? Right. And also, I'm going to be one of the fruits of the flesh here or one of the works of the flesh, is envy. And if I look at you and you're doing it better than I am, in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm going to be envious of you. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be jealous of and you. And I may want to kill you. <laughs> exactly. There's murder. The deeds of the flesh in Galatians are not the person who's in rebellion. This is the person who is very dedicated, but very legalistic. For example, in Galatians, if these Jewish believers were not willing to eat with Gentile believers. This occurred at Antioch. And Paul rebuked both Peter and Barnabas because they withdrew from the Gentiles. They wouldn't eat the foods of the Gentiles. Talk about dissension within the body, right? Right. I'm not going to eat with you. And these were apostles. Exactly. I mean, what what a work of the flesh. I'm not going to have fellowship with you because you're not circumcised. I'm not going to have fellowship with you because you eat bacon. These can be produced by people who outwardly look very religious. Yeah, so we shouldn't think that walking in the flesh is somebody who's like, you know what, I'm seeking to be this bad person. No, they're seeking to be good people. They're thinking their eternal destiny depends on it. But the problem is, read Romans 7. If you focus on the law, it produces sin. It produces the things in Galatians 5, 19 to 21. It's greatly misunderstanding inheriting the kingdom to think that somehow that refers to getting in. And by the way, there have been we have a number of articles on our website on this. I remember I read a thesis by a guy named Clapstein, and he talked about kleronomia, which is the noun for inheritance, inheritance and kleronomeo for to inherit. And he showed how inheritance in the New Testament is not getting in, it's a blessing. It's and a reward. It involves works. It involves works. And this is a very good question because this is misunderstood by a lot of people. In fact, I know you have too. You read commentaries and stuff and and they'll say, now some people have said inheritance is not the same thing as entering, but they go, that's ridiculous. (laughs) But they don't tell you why. But And it is. But when you look at it, yes, there is a difference between entering and inheriting, even in our everyday language. Right. All right. Well, thank you so much. And keep grace in focus. Zane Hodges' excellent commentary on Romans, entitled Romans' Deliverance from Wrath, 
is available right now on our website, faithalone.org. Get half price through February 28, 2023, when you use the code word ROMANS. That's faithalone.org. Would you like to deepen your understanding of Scripture and the Christian life? Well, a great place to start is our website. It's faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. We've got all kinds of free materials on the site available for you. One of those which is extremely popular is our magazine, Grace in Focus. It comes out six times a year. It's full color, easy to read, and people are really growing who read it. So stop by and get a free subscription at faithalone.org. We would like to thank all of our financial partners who help us keep this show going. All gifts are tax deductible and very much appreciated. If you'd like to find out how you can be a financial partner, visit us at faithalone.org. We are so happy when we hear from listeners. Maybe you've got a question or comment or feedback. If so, please send us a message. Here's our email address. It's radio at faithalone.org. That's radio at faithalone.org. On the next episode of Grace in Focus, a question and answer about the Reformed tradition and is there a provision for the assurance of salvation in that tradition? We just love it when you join us and we hope that you will for the next Grace in Focus. This is the Grace Evangelical Society reminding you to always keep Grace in Focus. The proceeding has been a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.